two weeks and I am, that's all, that's all it's going to take. And then if it, if it takes longer than that, then I failed. And also I'm never going to connect with my child. I'm super, 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 super excited to announce that I am launching a Facebook group and I am going to have a place where I can actually connect and talk with you. So if you're listening to this right now, I would definitely log on to Facebook and search the new mom doc on there. Links will be in the description. Go ahead and add yourself to that. And um, I cannot wait to start talking to you. Welcome to the New Mom Doc Podcast, where we dive headfirst into the beautiful chaos of motherhood. I'm Dr. Kaylin Galloway, your host and fellow new mom. Join me as we navigate the sleepless nights, endless diapers, and the roller coasters of emotions that come with this crazy journey. In each episode, we'll tackle the real struggles of pregnancy, postpartum, and everything in between. I'll share practical tips heartfelt stories, and expert insights to help you thrive in this new chapter of life. With a mix of humor, empathy, and evidence-based advice, we'll explore ways to prioritize your mental health and find joy amidst the chaos. So grab your cup of coffee, put on your headphones, and get ready to embrace the adventures of motherhood. As a naturopathic physician, I aim to embrace the principle of docere, which is Latin for to teach, which is my exact desire for this podcast is to teach you more about your body and about health. But none of this should be considered advice, specifically medical advice. Any and all health decisions should be done with your personal physician. All right. So preparing to breastfeed postpartum is one of those things that you think is going to be super easy. I think there's a there's a sketch by Ali Wong on Netflix and she talks about how like it's not that straightforward. Like you have to like do geometry and you're both learning and it's not it is really hard. It is it, it's so incredibly hard. Even if everything goes right, it is so hard. And uh I found that I was so convinced that because I had all this training moving forward that I was going to be able to breastfeed just fine. I was going to be able to work on other things. There's going to be trauma elsewhere in postpartum, especially since I was so focused on my son's club foot diagnosis that I I literally thought there was nothing else that was going to be a struggle. That was going to be that was going to be our our ne- nemesis and like it was just going to be the thing that I had to worry about postpartum. That was all I worried about in pregnancy. So it, it had to be the thing that was going to be the problem in postpartum. And guess what? I was wrong. It was breastfeeding. My son had a tongue tie. It was pretty severe. And it made it so that we weren't able to uh, breastfeed for the first couple weeks. I was I, um, I was really upset. I almost had to start feeding him um, formula, which if I look at myself now and I could talk to postpartum Kaylin, um, yo, chill like it's okay to have it's okay to have your baby drink formula like I don't know why you're freaking out about this but all rational parts aside I felt this like moral failure this horrible failure of like hey you can't feed your child what's wrong with you like 
also really what was going on is that I, I knew I was going to have in two weeks time, I knew uh, two weeks after his birth, I knew I was going to have to have him go into cast. And so he no longer was going to be this cute little squishy tiny baby that held in my arms and his knees curled up and all these little cute things. He was going to be, um, that was a really terrible voice and I'm really sorry. He was not going to be my squishy baby. <laughs> That's what I kept telling my husband. He won't be my squishy baby anymore. And I was super worried about that time frame. And I think that was part of the reason why we couldn't nurse as well as I think we probably could have is because I was stressed out. I was like, this has to happen. I have to be able to nurse him. I have to be able to give him, I have to be able to give him food. I have to be able to connect with him. I have to bond. I only have two weeks. I only have two weeks to bond. And then it's just over because we're doing club foot. And it really felt like I was going off a cliff. Like I was going to be like this two weeks and I am, that's all, that's all it's going to take. And then if it, if it takes longer than that, then I failed. And also I'm never going to connect with my child. So the number one thing I would say is that that's crap. Um, you can connect with your child in a vast number of ways. And also, even after my son had his cast, he was still squishy and cuddly and adorable. And so any mamas listening to this that have a child with club feet and or you know that your child has the diagnosis via ultrasound, it will be okay. It doesn't feel like it, 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 and it's not a fun experience. I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but it will be okay. And if there's anything else that you are experiencing about your postpartum, you know, maybe they're in the hospital and they're connected to, to cables and you can't snuggle them the way you want, it still will be okay. Your child will still connect with you. You still will bond in ways that you cannot imagine, and you will have an outpouring of love that is beyond describable. And I thought that I was going to fail at that moment in time of breastfeeding because I didn't, I, I didn't meet my deadline. <laughs> Good student that I am, I didn't meet my deadline. And so I want to give yourself a little bit of grace that you're going to be a little irrational in this time frame just because it is a time of, of huge change for you. There's the realistic like over, you know, that everyone gets is like, you went from being your sole responsibility to, oh, you have to keep a human alive that can't care for themselves, can't lift their head up, and is puking all over you. So there's just that fact. And then you also have gone through a, a metamorphosis. You've literally now are the butterfly, which don't you don't feel like a butterfly because you still feel wounded and um, it's painful and things are no longer the size they were. And... <sighs> muscles and tendons feel loosey-goosey and hormones are raging and rational thought is not present. It's not. And you have to give yourself grace in that moment. You have to know that it's coming. You have to know that even though emotionally, no, even though mentally this seems like, wow, this is just so dumb. Why are you doing this? You have to give yourself grace in this moment. It is okay to feel these feelings, even if they make no rational sense. So, I'm saying this to myself too. It was like, it's okay that you were kind of crazy about this whole breastfeeding thing. But anyway, we had, I've talked about this before. He had to have his uh, tongue tie cut twice, once with scissors, once with a laser, and we were able to breastfeed. But in between all that, I went to, they had a lactation consultant in the hospital when I was, uh, when, I, when he was born. She could not get him to latch. It took her three or four times. So I started to have to do a, um, 
finger feed with like a syringe and we gave him colostrum. Luckily I was overproducing, so I had plenty of milk. Um, and so he, you know, he was fed through the first couple of days through that. And then when we got home, he was still struggling. And so two days after we got home, we went back to get my incision checked and then also to check in with him and she couldn't get him to latch. She was all out of options. So I ran out of help very quickly. So the resources available at the hospital, they were great if things just kind of worked, but if they had any issue or troubleshooting, the lactation consultants, even though they were like certified and specialists and they felt like they had a good grasp on it, I ran into a wall with them very quickly. So I will let you keep that in mind is that even if you've been to a lactation consultant, if they're not um, ILBLT certified, then they're not going to have all of the toolkits to help you. And so finally, my doula kept saying to me over and over and over again, she was like, why don't you just message this person? I was like, I can't afford that. She was like, why don't you just message this person? Like, you keep say, you keep wanting to breastfeed. Why don't you message her? So I messaged her. And I was kind of like frantically like, I can't afford to have you come in. I need you to like, I need you to just do it over the phone because that's cheaper. And she was like, I don't think that that's going to be enough at this point. Like you've, you've had the help that is going to be achieved by hands off anything. So I want you to come in. And, or I want... I want to come see you in person. And so she came to my house, which was amazing. I To have someone come into your home, into where you sit all the time, to give you the pillows that you own and sit you in an, in a comfortable position that you could continue to sit in and then also to help you to weigh the baby before and after, to know how much food they're getting. Like, I, I can't even describe to you the amount of stress relieving that was. So if you are having an idea of what to put on your baby registry, also another option is to say like, hey, can you purchase some sessions with a lactation consultant that will come in home and help me in home? She brought a scale. She brought um, she brought like different tools. She assessed him for the lip tie, which is how we knew that even though he'd already had a phrenectomy, we needed to go in and get another one completed because it just wasn't enough and he wasn't able to latch. It was too much of a struggle. And so having those resources were like on like I can't even explain to you the amount of of safety I felt. And lastly, the words that she gave me were incredible. And I'll say these again to you is that you're learning, you're growing. This is not this is a natural thing, but it is a natural thing that you have to learn how to do together with your anatomies. So things are not just going to click. Maybe they will for you. Some things you just kind of have a tendency to pick up. This was not one of mine. And if you ask my husband, I'm not very good at things that I'm not very good at. So I <laughs> kind of get irritated when things just don't come natural to me because I have a lot of talents. And so I get a little grumpy and this is a flaw, flaw of mine. I feel like I'm kind of doing like a Darcy moment of like, is it really a flaw? That's pride. If it's in good standing. Yeah. But no, anyway, um, that was a terrible accent. So I, I think that in terms of a feeling like you don't have it all set out, I would give yourself the grace of knowing that breastfeeding, even if you take every course possible to prepare yourself for, to prepare yourself for how hard it is or how easy it's going to be, it might still be challenging. 
You might have a physical barrier, meaning your son can't actually attach to you the way he should. But also, it might just be an emotional barrier. Because sometimes it's really hard, especially in those first couple months, if you're stressed out, that baby can't latch. They just freak out. So it is important to come up with all the, also the mental coaching of yourself of like, we're learning. This is going to be okay. This is hard right now. I can do hard things. I'm like, Dr. Becky Good inciting myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I I feel like there's this world that thinks that just because something's natural should be easy, and it doesn't mean that case. And then the last thing, and I can't, I think I've said I've the last thing I'll say is because I've um, I, I don't have a, I don't have notes. So this is I'm riffing it all. The idea that you can't mix feed or that you have to breastfeed or that you have to formula feed or that you have to be the one that gives them the milk all the time or you have to only exclusively pump or that you have to do anything that anyone ever says up to you is crap and so come up with a way to strategize your mental health strategy that helps you to feel better in that moment of whatever is happening How can you get in the flow with, okay, this is not what I wanted, but this is what we're going to do. This is not what I wanted. I can still handle it. This is not what I wanted, but I am still in charge of how I love this child. I can still show up for my child. I can still show up for me. And those are really important strategies to have in place prior to anything like this happening because it, for me, the struggle is breastfeeding and club feet. It could be something totally different for you. And it could show up later in the motherhood journey because let's be real, there are so many more challenges that are coming up for me on a daily basis. So just knowing that, hey, I got this. I don't have to freak out that I'm not going to be able to handle the challenges that come up. You can handle any challenge. You just have to be open to handling the challenge and not close off your mindset to say like, mm, no, 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 that's not what I wanted. No, 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 no. Uh, which is something I always wanted to do, you know, like in those moments I wanted to freak out, close off and be like, I can't do it. It's done. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And I looked at that. I looked at that formula. I opened the formula. By the way, it expires if you open it. So I'm like, you know, don't do that if you're not going to use it. <laughs> I hate kind of announcing that I wasted formula in a formula shortage. That sounds horrible. But anyway, the... uh the formula, I remember I stared at it for 20 minutes, 20 whole minutes. I didn't scoop it. I didn't, I didn't put it in a cup. I couldn't do it because I was so emotionally attached to this idea that I had to have connection with him through nursing. I had to have connection with him through that one thing. That was it. And if it didn't work, it was not going to work. And so I was determined to find a way. So I say this because, one, that's not a healthy way to look at it. You don't have to do this just because this is the only, there's not one way to connect with your child, period. And the second thing I want to say was I was determined to find a solution, so I found one. And that was it. Like, there was no other, like, I I was not open for any other reality other than the one that I was nursing my son. And so it happened. And that's exactly what the lactation consultant said to me was, you know what? 
if you want to nurse, if you want to breastfeed, if you want to have this connection, you can do it. There is nothing stopping you. But it's just going to be hard. And so you're choosing the hard. And you have to know that moving forward. So just know your choices have consequences. And your stubbornness after pregnancy has consequences. Some of them are great. Some of them are good. I'm still nursing my child. I'm a little tired of it. But also selfishly love it. So, you know, there it is. Um, let me know in the Facebook group, The New Mom Doc. I'd really love to see people there. I'd love to connect with you and talk to you. Let me know what these episodes are um, providing you and if I can help you in any way. If you want to hear some sort of topic, anything, or have a question about anything that I discussed here, I'm going to answer it in there. And coming in a couple of weeks, I'm going to start doing Facebook Lives uh, inside the group and do coaching and uh, group coaching with anybody who's there and also answer questions in the group live. So something to look forward to. I would definitely jump in before those start and I really hope to see you there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on this incredible journey through the new mom doc podcast. Remember you're not alone on this wild adventure called motherhood. I hope that you enjoy this episode that brought practical, valuable insights and a sense of community. As we wrap up, remember to prioritize your self-care, lean on your support system, and embrace the beautiful messiness of being a mom. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps other new moms discover this podcast. And as always, remember, you're an incredible, loving, and capable mom. Together, we're rewriting the book on motherhood and empowering each other to thrive. 